It's a health-wise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society. Good morning, Dr. Rajbans. Good morning. Jane, what is your question for Dr. Rajbans? Okay, my question is, um, 10 days postpartum, I had a very bad indigestion. So that led me to the ER. So when I went to the ER, they administered patadine to me via IV. So when that was administered, I had a very bad throbbing head pain and also a very bad tummy pain. And uh, also palpitations, but there was no chest pain and I blacked out soon after. So the hospital, they performed uh, ECG on me and it showed that I had a mild heart attack. And also they performed a troponin T test and it was elevated over the next two days up to about 160. So after that, we did an ultrasound of the abdomen and we, we did a CT angio scan and we also did an echo. Everything came back clear. Mm-hmm. The CT scan was a bit blur on the left side on a very small artery, but otherwise it's all clear. So my question is, um, did I really have a heart attack? And will my next pregnancy cause the same symptoms again? This happened two years ago and I'm ah. concerned because I'm thinking of the next pregnancy. So what do you think, Doc? Yeah, very interesting, isn't it? I mean, uh, what happened and then the you know troponin levels high is suggestive of a heart muscle damage. So whether that actually happened, but uh, subsequently all the tests were normal. So whether it's just a uh, false positive or whether there's something like, you know, they cause postpartum cardiomyopathy, which is something reversible, hopefully recovers. Uh, but she definitely didn't have any artery blocks because the CT angio was normal and uh, echo was normal. So there's no effect on the heart. So that's good. That means whatever it was, it was, uh, you know, everything has gone back to normal. Now for her next pregnancy, I think she let the, the doctors involved, uh, you know, let them know what has happened so maybe in the beginning itself they'll get maybe a cardiologist involved just to make sure that this time nothing goes wrong all right that's great advice there of course if you need advice from the good doctor he's in the house to answer all your questions but you have to call us on zero three nine five four three double three double three, or leave us a voice note on our DG line line at 016-510-8888 John has restless legs and wants a cure once and for all we'll get to John's question next after Jason Mraz here on Light. It's a HealthWise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans. Hi, John. You had a question for Dr. Rajbans? I think that people, most of the night people have restless legs. Restless legs, yeah, I, I see. I put down and bear my legs. I get up and stretch, stretch it for a few minutes again before I can get relaxed and sleep. All right. Does it hurt you? Is it? Are you in pain? No, no, I'm pain, but rest, the restless legs very, very trouble, very inconvenient. Are you taking any medication right now? The pharmacy is recommending me to take some uh, muscle relaxant, but not, not very effective. La. And then also, I'm taking, uh, I'm, because I had a stroke, I'm taking a uh, blood thinner, some medicine on blood pressure and uh, cholesterol. So, Doc, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, restless legs is a diagnosis you think of, but uh, before he concludes that restless legs, he should actually see a doctor and make sure there's no other cause for his symptoms, you know. Make sure that uh, all his blood profiles are done, check. Uh, he has had a stroke before, so whether it's a part of a neuropathy rather than, you know, a restless leg syndrome. But once, if you think it's uh, all the other causes are ruled out as restless legs, there are medications. Uh, now, muscle relaxants won't work. There are other type of medication that will help to reduce the frequency and the attacks of these restless uh, restless legs but those medicines again have got their own issues their own side effects so again he most likely has to see a doctor someone like a neurologist for he's got a stroke so he's probably following up with a neurologist so go back to the doctor and let him know about these restless legs and then he can suggest other medications which will, won't have any interaction with his current medication so you know he has to see someone who, who understands this gives the right medications right. to stop the restless legs muscle relaxants and all don't really work in restless legs 
Okay, I'm not quite um, sure about restless legs. What, what happens when you experience that? It's not painful, yeah. is it? Normally, it's not painful, but it actually can disturb your sleep. You know, oh. your, your legs move and it can get very uncomfortable. You know, because mm-hmm. it's uh, something that just can start, and and a lot of people find that sleep gets disturbed. They get actually depressed because of this condition, mm-hmm. and uh, if it gets severe, sometimes there might be some uh, you know pain. So if you got no choice, and if it really affects your lifestyle, then you need to take medication. All right. Well, give us a call if you have any questions for Dr. Rajbans zero three nine five four three double three double three. Charmi has some concerns about her baby's flat head. We'll address that next. Next here on Light. It's a HealthWise free clinic and you can call us or even leave a voice note on our DG Light line 0165108888. Charmy left us a voice note and this is her question. What should I do if my child has a flat head? If I leave it like that as the child grows older, will, will the head, you know, the shape, will it be back to normal? Is it dangerous? So doc, what do you think? I'm not sure really when you meant by flat head, but if the child milestones are good, that means his growing has uh, has affected, you know, both the uh, physical and mental growth is uh, mm-hmm. normal. I think nothing to worry, but if she's still worried that there's something not right, you know, go and just see a pediatrician and see what he thinks about the flat head. Right. It could be just something normal. Sometimes it's just genetic also. Yeah, yeah. It? So then I think it's probably something not to worry about. All right. Well, it's a health-wise free clinic. Give us a call on 039. 0-3-9- Nine five four three double three double three. If you have a question for Dr. Rajbans, coming up, Mrs. Tang has a question about vaccinating her adult daughter. What's that about? Well, we'll address that next here on Light. It's a HealthWise free clinic with Dr. Rajbans. Mrs. Tang, you had a question. My daughter is currently working in Canada, and two nights ago, I got a call from her. Apparently, there's an outbreak of measles in Canada, and uh, they're running out of vaccine. So she called me and asked me whether I can remember whether she had the measles when she was young. And that was 20 over years ago and I couldn't remember. So my question to Dr. Rajman is, is there any harm for her to have the vaccine again? So, Dr. Rajbans, I, I think that's a great question. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, if even if you had measles in your childhood and you're not sure, you can't remember, uh, and there's an outbreak now, and if you're worried, you know how I'm taking the vaccine because you're just strengthening your, you know, let the immune system recognize again that such a virus and then give you the protection. So, I think even if she had, you want to take another vaccine because I know in Canada now they are recommending that everyone takes a vaccine because this outbreak is quite, a lot of people are getting it. So, mm-hmm. that, that's what the Canadian government has said, go ahead and take you know your vaccine so if you're not sure yeah go ahead i don't think so there'll be any issues it'll be quite safe all right well dr rajbans uh, thank you for your great advice this week any last words I mean, good questions. Uh, you know, I just say that, you know, keep asking all those great questions and this way we learn and everyone out there learns. All right, wonderful. 